0: Hello everyone, we're back with more Time With Tea and I am Tea. With a little tea in my cup today, we want to go ahead and put our numbers out there. You can reach us at 919-225-9585. Text only, that phone is no longer in operation for calls for the network. And we also have the 800 number for the domestic violence. You can reach them at 1-800-799-7233. one 799 7233 Or you can text them at 233-733. That's 233-733. You can go ahead and send out any donations for the domestic group that we have now with uh, 10 members. Basically, we would like to be able to provide any help with prices that may come up uh, for future people as well as the girls that are currently with us in this group. Um, you can PayPal at paypal.me backslash Latonya Coleman, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A C-O-L-E-M-A-N all lowercase or you can go ahead and cash out to dollar sign Latanya. Latonya that's L A T O N Y A and Coleman Cousin, capital C C O L E M A N C O U S I N. Now, today's podcast is going to be, um, today's Sunday, August 23rd, and 2020. Now, today's podcast is a little on the spiritual side, not religious, but spiritual and it is sunday so i don't want you to think i'm getting holy roly on you but we we gotta acknowledge that we don't live here on this earth by ourselves and we did not create ourselves and i'm not into what who believes what and who serves what that's your business but i do want to say i serve a a higher power and we won't get into what that is and i do believe there's a, a a creator And there's a, there's an enemy, there's a negative force as well as the positive force. And I will say this, I do believe in God and I do believe in um, Jesus. So anything from there, you know, hopefully this will not discourage you, but hopefully, you know, it'll be a conversation we could have. I want to talk about the Jezebel spirit. A lot of people talk about it, and I do believe that it's a very interesting subject because a lot of people do it the same way they do narcissism, and they kind of put it in all in one category, but it's really not. Now, I will connect the two. I do believe that narcissists operate from the Jezebel spirit. That's my firm belief, and nobody can tell me anything differently. Um, The Jezebel spirit can be a male or female. Um, A lot of people think of it as the woman manipulating with sex. Um, That's just one way. That's just one way. And yes, women have been known to do this without even having the Jezebel spirit, which is using what they got to get what they want. But now when you really see a woman operating fully in that situation, It's because of a root cause that has happened to her and it has devalued her in a way that she's seeking one, validation, and two, possibly retaliation uh, upon men or upon uh, women if she was molested by a woman or it could be the reverse, uh, a man. Uh, could be seeking validation from women or men and they may have been molested by a woman or a man. So it's so many different possibilities in these scenarios but we want to just operate from the standard point of male with with female and to get to the bottom of the uh, point of what exactly originates this the induction of the spirit now like I said molestation but not just molestation but sometimes just partaking in sin in general or not having a firm belief in anything of a higher power that will invite a spirit of a negative entity because entity, because you know having a firm belief in something kind of guards you and no it, it definitely guards you And especially if you're operating in that belief and not just believing it, but not practicing it. So, in other words, partaking in sin, but also believing that you are without, you know, being punished for the the sins that you have will definitely invite these type of spirits. And then there's... um, physical abuse you know if you come from a family of physical abusers or mental abusers you know so again molestation partaking in sin physical abuse or mental abuse are ways that people can get um engulfed in this spirit um I just want to say, um, yeah, and people relate to the Jezebel uh, and money as well. Because money, again, people say is the root of all evil, but I uh, again, I say power. I say power is the root of all evil. And because if you think about it, why would a woman want to manipulate a man is to have the power over him. Cast him under her spell type of thing. Um, so yeah, there's money involved in that power but the ultimate goal is usually power I mean with, with the government having the ability to make money why do they still continue to try to you know restrain other people from making money or hold countries back you know by holding resources Okay, so at the end of the day, power prevails when, you know, when, when it comes to what's the ultimate goal that people are trying to receive, uh, achieve when they say success. Some type of power. Okay, so let's get into it then. Now, I want to say the Jezebel spirit, again, operates in a way of destruction, It's the total opposite of what God has planned for our lives. So a lot of the things I know for a fact are things that we invited into our lives that we're crying about. Okay, so like, example. uh, Overeating. And then we cry about our health. You know, um, I need to lose 20 pounds. You know, my heart is, is, you know, not working, functioning properly because I'm eating too much cholesterol and fatty foods and or too much sugar. And I have problems with my, uh, I have diabetes and I, you know, I can't get it under control. Um, my bills are stacking up on me. And, you know, I'm not, I'm working every day, but I'm not being a good steward of my money. I mean, if I see it, I want it, I buy it, I work. Well, it just doesn't work like that. So when you end up in debt up to your knees and your money can't keep up with your spending, it's going to create a, (laughs) it's going to create a snowball effect. And eventually, you're going to crash. And with the overeating, you know, eventually, you know, if you're not restraining yourself from eating certain foods that cause cholesterol, you're going to have high cholesterol. If you're eating too many fatty foods and not exercising, then you're going to be overweight. If you're out here... um indulging in drugs and a crazy sex life you're inviting all types of stuff to your life uh, sexual transmitted diseases arguments and fights and physical altercations um, you know you just don't know what you're getting to out here um, sleeping around and, and, and just doing things that are not godlike now Am I a total um, angel walking around, not having premarital sex and all that? I'm working on it, but no. (laughs) I haven't been, and I realize that's what everything is pointing to for me to be. If I'm not going to be married, then I'm going to be celibate, and it's okay. I don't get a trophy for that. I don't want a trophy for that but um, the Jezebel spirit again likes to intervene corrupt and then move on kind of like planting a negative seed they love the married man or the married woman they love to break up marriages that's my point and they come in with the approach like the narcissist with the love bombing and they appear to be the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, especially if if you're into, uh, wild, crazy sex or, you know, maybe you're not into that. It's not even about wild and crazy sex. It's just about consistent sex, constantly, constantly having sex. And, um, it's just overkill. And you and you know it's gotta be something abnormal about it. Nobody has that much sex. Nobody has time to have that much sex. Why would anybody want that much sex? It's gotta be a mental illness. So, from there, I go to um, churches. The Jezebel spirit is in the church people the the Jezebel spirit likes to be the choir director the head deacon the head deaconess the minister the minister's wife or that trusty old head usher or just somebody in the church that just longs to be noticed and validated because again that's one of the traits of a Jezebel spirit is to be validated and recognized and I don't know empowered in some way in the church or in the marriage or or or, I say relationship because they like to wreck marriages. So in the relationship, if they're that third wheel or that they're triangulating, they're they're in a, an advantage of both people. I have this over you that we're sleeping together and I, you're married and I'm not, or I am. It doesn't matter if she's married or he's married. They will hold that against the other person. And then as for the one getting cheated on, well, I have your woman, I have your man. So in, they're in positioning themselves in a, a position of power uh, where they're manipulating the situation. Now these um, tactics are learned. They're learned at an early age. So somebody doesn't just wake up and say, I'm going to manipulate people. No, 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 no. They've been themselves manipulated in some way. And they learned to manipulate. Um, Or they themselves, at an early age, started thinking really negatively. And saw people do these things and, and picked it up. Um... Sometimes, again, I'm, I'm linking it to both narcissism and the things we spoke about, like physical abuse, mental abuse, whatever. So somebody can be mentally abused to a point where they feel like it's fight or flight. And I have to manipulate people to get what I want. I need food, clothes, shelter. And they forget they have the ability to just go get a job a honest day job and work and make their own money, but they actually take pride and joy in manipulating other people out of their money. I'm hoping I'm I'm saying this right to get through to somebody because um, this is a real problem, and I just want to put some shed some light on it, at least, so that when you're in the position where you see the Jezebel spirit at work, you can, first of all, identify it. And second of all, pray pray against it. Um, prepare yourself for the flack that's going to happen. It's just like when you expose a narcissist. Um, prepare yourself for flying monkeys, uh, the gossip, the fake stories, the cover-up the big cover-up um to make you look like the bad guy so in a church situation i would i could see that happening somebody um, a member calling somebody out saying that you know this person's um not good for the church they're messing with marriages you know they're messing with the money they're causing altercations um they're disagreeable all the time Nothing's ever right. They're never pleased. That's the Jezebel spirit. They're entitled to everything that everybody else has. You can say, well, I'm going to the beach. Well, you didn't invite me to the beach. Well, it's not for you to go because this is um, a couple's thing. And then at that point, they'll set out then and be like, oh, well, since it's a couple's thing, let me be a part of this relationship. So they'll get with one of you. They'll, they'll seduce one of you. So that now, every time there's a mention of a trip, well, guess we're going. And I know it sounds a little far-fetched to some people who may not have experienced these type of people, but Jezebels do this. They triangulate. They want to be a part of everything. They're the ultimate of greedy. They want sex with your spouse, They want sex with their spouse. They want sex with your boyfriend. You know. This pastor. That deacon. And. They have really destroyed. Not just marriages and churches. But corporations. And. I would go so far. As to say. (laughs) They've been behind. Some wars. Because. I'm not really telling you every scenario and I can't really grasp all of them at the moment, but letting you know that there have been corporals in the army, sergeants, and these people are everywhere. So it's not far fetched to say they've start, started wars. Okay, so let's get on with it. And I, I'm hoping at this point that the picture's coming clear. And all our talks about narcissism, the love bombing, and how they they just seem so wonderful in the beginning. And they work their way in and they find out who everybody is, the dynamics. And the first thing, the way you know a narcissist is studying you like a, I don't know, what's the word? They, they say they, they study you like, they, like a pop quiz. They study like a final exam. They want to know your every move. They do a lot of calling you on the phone and so what are you doing today? I mean, but at the end of the day, they didn't call you to tell you anything. They didn't call you to ask you anything other than what are your moves for the day? And if you don't give them a play by play of what your moves are for the day, then I mean, the conversation's over. I mean, they might just hang up the phone on you. Because a narcissist and a Jezebel spirit are cousins, basically if not one and the same. And their whole goal every day is to manipulate, to regulate, and to calculate, to try to make sure they're on your next move because, well, they got to get something out of your move. How dare you make a move that don't involve them? If you don't wise up real quickly, you'll realize that they're not just in your relationships with significant others they're in your relationships all around supervisors co-workers aka uh bosses but also in friends you know they got friends that they they really don't mean you any good at all they're in your life for themselves you're a secondary resource Hell, you might be the primary resource in some cases, but you got to, you got to handle that. You got to cut that off at the root from which it came and send it back to the pits of hell. Because what God has for you, that's for you. And he would not want you to be uh, to where you're not a good steward of what he gave you. Because guess what? He gave them something too but they may have not been a good steward of it. So it's not your job to fill in the gaps for people who do not know how to be adults. To to adult. I mean, many people been on their own since 15, 16, but not really. You know, they've always got a handout or a help from somebody, and they don't really know what it's like to really be on your own. To where you're, you're, you know, hand to mouth. You're, you're, you're taking care of yourself and your kids, and you're doing it with, of course, God's help. But you're not getting any help from anybody. For one, I'll take myself for example. I mean, because of pride, I mean, I left my family and thank you very much, but no, thank you. I pulled my straps up because I just didn't have it in me to be a beggar. I didn't have it in me to be that needy even though I need it but I went out and got it even if it was sometimes free resources or you know reduced or whatever I would go get what I could and I'm happy I'm a happy person so it doesn't take a lot of stuff to make me happy because I'm already built that way I already have internal happiness So a lot of these Jezebels are not happy. They're never going to be satisfied. There's something really wrong and they can't fix it. They're trying to fix it with outer looks. They're trying to fix it with smelling good, looking good, telling lies. And walking around here as if they have a clean slate of life. And people already know and see them coming. But they try to give them the benefit of the doubt. But they go back into their same routines over and over again and it's just toxic and at some point god gets tired god gets tired and then you know it's it's out of our hands you know we can we can pray for people but if god gets really unpleased with people at that point it's it's over it's over and you know and once he steps in it's between them and god and god will handle it accordingly i feel like this segment is pretty long but moreover i feel like i'm rambling and that's why i keep saying i hope that somebody is Getting something out of this because this was so heartfelt for me right now. Um, I'm riding down the street. It's Sunday. Normally, a lot of people. I mean, I'm not even that faithful with going to church, but I do. Bedside Baptist. All all Sunday, every Sunday, almost. Uh, it don't even have to be Sunday if I can catch a uh, TD Jakes or somebody, you know, online. But, I feel like the earth is just bleak right now. Um, it looks bleak, one. You know, first of all, it's Sunday and I'm sitting out here thinking some of these shops are about to open. And I am forget, oh, no, it's Sunday, so they're not opening. Um, then, second of all... Um, The streets are just barren because of COVID. I mean, there's a little more activity than there's been. Thank goodness. Um, But it's still pretty halfway shut down. And um, it just looks sad. And I feel like a lot of people right now are sad and anxious. And if they don't know properly how to seek the face of God, you know, some people pull God out like a genie and rub. God is this, and God is good, and God is great, and I'm gonna let God handle this and that. But they don't mean it. They don't connect to it. They don't understand that when you say God got me, He really got you. But what you gotta do is one, let Him, and and believe, believe that He got you. I'm going to cut this one short because of a lot of things right now in my environment, what's going on, right? I'm going to cut this one short. Um, but I did want to say that you can call in anytime. Or I mean, text in at any time. Uh, we'll get right back to you. Um, I'm so thankful for the works that are being done. I'm so thankful for the people that have reached out. Um, I hope I've answered all the questions that have recently been sent in. And um, I just want to say thank you guys for listening because sometimes it's just a hot mess and I'm all over the place. However, my intentions are... (laughs) My intentions are that I will help somebody in a dark moment. If this podcast could do that for one person a week, I would be happy. I would be grateful if it was one person a day. You know, that's a little more because I would know that we're really making a difference. So the goal, again, is to reach as many people as possible. Tell your friends about the podcast, please. Share, share, share. You can just send this on your phone to your friend. You can send it to email. You can send this, um, I mean, the link, at least, so that they can see it. And um, please donate to uh, the cause, because I have a lot of girls that... Need the defense, the self-defense bags, and we're gonna have those available for as many people as would like. Even if it's a low cost of five dollars, um, to the people that donate. If you if you've already donated, you can get the bag for five dollars, and it's gonna have the date rape um, nail polish where you stir the uh, drink. The nail polish would change colors. We're going to have the red marker for people who need to get out of a bad situation and they can, they're can they afraid to speak out and they can put the dot in their hand and take it to the local drugstore, grocery store. Anybody can help them because that's a universal code for I need help. Also, if somebody um, needs a cell phone um, because at this point, if a person has a cell phone, even if they're still with the victim, they can call 911 and pretend to order a pepperoni pizza with anchovies, and that's code—universal code for "I need help." You know, I'm being abused. Um, this is something they're doing in the triage in the ER room now. When you come in you're screened man and woman to see if anyone in the home is beating you or if anyone in the home is being beaten. So, we want to educate girls to all these resources and make them feel safer for when sometimes they're stuck mentally. They don't want to leave. But when they're ready to leave, they can. Okay, my time is up. That's all we have for today. Thank you guys for listening out. I want to talk to you guys next time. But till then, time with tea is over. Have a great rest of your weekend. Bye-bye.